0: you're listening to the training dummies
1: with Rob and Daryl and James and we've decided to run a
0: marathon what's up everybody welcome back to the training dummies marathon edition it is episode 258 it is early august in a very hot and humid summer my name is james and i'm joined by daryl and rob what's up my dudes what is up man Not a good lot. to be back
2: good yeah. to be back it's been a month
0: i can't believe it's been a whole month since uh since we last had a little chat about our marathon endeavors
2: it's been a month. It's been a, it's been one heck of a month,
1: huh? I guess that's the way to yeah. put it. Yeah,
0: and you know the the thing is as well is that I, I mentioned the heat and the humidity. Like running, running sucks at the best of times. Running during the <laughs> summer, like I, I, I found myself like really trying very purposefully to time like when am I going out for a run because if I leave it too late in the morning even before Mm -hmm. work it's just too hot for me and then I've then I sweat too much and then it's hard and then like I'm overheating out there and then I feel like I'm running slowly so like at some point here I mean thank goodness that the days are getting shorter now so that I don't have to get up at 4 a.m. to go for a run
1: Mm -hmm. oh man I don't think I can handle that
2: yeah I mean I haven't been getting up that early
1: but I really (laughs) don't want to (laughs) fair enough
2: i have uh i have noticed that it just like kind of like you said there's there's a point where you just feel like it kind of doesn't matter <laughs> like your everything uh everything that you do is is a uh, uphill into the wind kind of when you're when you're running in the summer so.
0: Well, I mean, especially in in your geography as well. I mean, you mm-hmm. live in the land of humidity, so yeah. Like at least from time to time, I'll get like an ocean breeze that
2: will come this far inland and cool <laughs> me off a little bit. So there is a uh, not not this Sunday because this last weekend we had our we had our official runs, but the week before, I actually uh, I actually went to an indoor gym and ran. Uh, the indoor track because i was like i can't i can't do this it's too hot it's too much i'm getting is, roasty roasty is it, is it like a full like an olympic sized track just indoors no um it's a very interesting uh deal that they got going on it's like a it's it's uh upstairs and it overlooks like their their volleyball court and um and they're where the gym is, where the, all the mm-hmm. you know the weights and the elliptical and all the all the machines are, and then you kind of circle around and you go around the other side of the building, and there's uh, basketball and volleyball courts. So it's like it's pretty cool. It's a it's a pretty cool. It's about um, it's about a tenth of a mile maybe to do one lap. Mm-hmm. So it's a, kind of one of those things where you have to you, you run around about ten times and, and you hit a mile. Um, but but there's a lot going on in there. There's always it's it's a rec center, kind of like a YMCA kind of rec center, so it's like there's there's always folks doing, you know, doing some sort of yeah, uh, you know, something going on there and it's I like it. I like uh I like doing that. I realize, you know, at the end of the day, it's not always the most helpful uh way to get my work done, but hey, it's better than nothing though. Yeah, for sure. I agree with that.
0: Speaking of the Olympics, <laughs> uh either of you been watching any for inspiration
2: okay um i've been watching to to see mainly like the absurdity of you know
1: kind of the silliness of some of the names and stuff that <laughs> happened but yeah <laughs> um i've been watching a little but my daughter actually she's 12 she's been watching a lot and she is now inspired to be a future olympian in running so I may have a running partner here very soon. Um, we actually did just a, a lap around our subdivision here. It's two kilometers. Uh, she needs new shoes. I could tell that right away looking at her, but um, she did it. Uh, I guess she used the treadmill today. So it's like, wow, she's like all in right now. So I need to take advantage while I can. And uh, yeah, so not me personally, but yeah, my daughter is definitely inspired by the Olympics mm-hmm. right now. It's actually kind of cool. I-
0: I think it's really awesome that, I mean, just just to mention this, that four days prior to us recording this episode, the women's 100-meter Olympic record got broken after 33 years. Uh, Elaine thompson herah finished it in 10.61 seconds. Jeez, uh and it had been at 10.62 seconds since the Seoul olympics in
2: 1988 isn't that crazy mm-hmm. that is crazy man like, like uh. we
0: must be getting to a place where the, like the maximum speed that a human is capable of moving themselves at. like we must be right there surely like mm-hmm. like at, at what point is there just going to be a record that never gets broken yeah, um, the, 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 I don't like, know. That's gonna I, have to happen, right? Like we, it, unless unless like you've got superhumans that are running at like forty miles an hour, it's always gonna be around sort of like that nine or ten second mark, right? Like I just can't imagine it ever going faster than that.
2: No, I saw it- this post the other day that was like, you know what? Like forget it. Let's just like let let it fly let people do whatever drugs and whatever they want and let's just see exactly <laughs> just see where we can let's just see how we can get like how I much just, we can we can push this just snort a couple of lines right before the start got and see what happens right. <laughs> yeah just
1: see man right? like
0: but, but, oh man but you say the I'm, record's
1: broken but it was only one one hundredth of a second right like that's insane. Right,
0: that, that's, that's all. It that's, takes. that's what I mean, though. It's I like, know. It's like th- That's the margin by which human speed is measured now. It's
1: crazy. Mm-hmm. Right, and and you can make up that one one hundred with a good tailwind, maybe. Right, like it's just that's such a small fraction of time to break a record by. It's just insane.
0: Yeah, and and there was also another record that was broken, which was the four hundred meter hurdles in the in the men's uh, Olympics, and that was. Today, by the way, by an American guy, Mm -hmm. a guy called Rye Benjamin. And like that in itself, I'm sorry, running 400 meters in in 46.7 seconds is itself uh, incredible. But um, uh, the ridiculousness of adding hurdles, (laughs) like hurdles and steeplechase are the two Mm -hmm. track races that I will never... Like I fail to understand them. Like, why does anybody do this to themselves? Like, I have a hard enough time running around in a circle without having to jump over things and then like jump over giant puddles of water.
1: Like, what? Why is that a thing? Yeah, no kidding, eh? But Uh,
2: but it's it's dark and people love it and they keep doing it. I know, you know. But
0: then, of course, there's there's still like the marathon and the cross country stuff. Like, I haven't, Mm -hmm. I really haven't watched much of the Olympics. I watched a little bit of. The badminton and I watched a little bit of water polo and some diving mm-hmm. and, and all of it is like, but, oh, and I watched um, gymnastics as well. And like the, the gymnastics sends me down this mental rabbit hole of like these dudes are sort of 16, 17, 18 years old and they are the very best. Like they are at the top of their game by that age. Yep. And I just can't I just can't imagine what that must be like, what is that like to know that you are the best in the world at this thing at age sixteen? Like what do you what do you do with
2: that? Uh that is a weird <laughs> that's a weird way to think about it, right? Like You yeah. are never gonna be that good ever again. Yeah. <laughs> you're only sixteen. You, <laughs> yeah. You haven't even I, I mean you're barely you're still navigating puberty and you are never going to be as good as you are.
1: That's
0: <laughs> <laughs> true. True. All wow. right, well, we all uh, wow. we all had some running to do this weekend.
1: <laughs> yes, we did. Yeah, Daryl, um, no, how, how did yours go? It went. It went really well, actually. So, oh, that was a good thunder. Um, I've got a little thunderstorm rolling in right now, but um, it went really well. So I'm I'm uh, in. It's what three weeks. I have a 12k trail race. Um, I've done the past two years, or I guess. Two years prior to COVID, there was no race last year. It was cancelled. And I did it again this year, or going to do it again this year. So I ran the course. Um, it's 12K. I know what the course is. I've done it two couple times before. Um, so about a month ago, I ran the course. Actually, I think it was July 1st. It was a Thursday, um, Canada Day, so I had the day off. I went and ran it. I went around 11 o'clock in the morning. That day was scheduled to get to about 32, 33, and it was... It got to like 30 by noon. So I was running in 30 degree heat that day. Oh my gosh. It took me two hours to run this 12K course. And my goal on Saturday was to beat that by 10 minutes. Uh, the first year I ran the race, I think, it was about an hour 44 minutes. The second year, I was about an hour 37, I think. So my goal was just to get 10 minutes off, you know, and I still got three weeks to better my time. Um, well, I completed it in an hour and 41 minutes. So I did better than my first year running the race, which was really good. Um, and I've still got another three weeks to, to get myself up there where I can hopefully beat uh, 2019 time. So it actually went really, really well. I was very happy with it. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, it went very well.
2: You have been putting in the work, though, ahead of time. I know that. You know, we've been messaging back and forth, and you've you've been out there hitting the trails pretty consistently, and and hitting the 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 gym now as well, right?
1: Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, I'm back to the gym now. So Orange Theory is open. They're fully open. Um, I thought that they were only because the last few classes I've been I only usually go once a week. At um, the last couple of classes I went, it was like maybe 12 people in there, and I thought, okay, they're just COVID's just barely ending. They're just restricting the amount of people in the classes. I found out Uh today that wasn't the case. Just not not that many people had been signing up because today was pretty much a full class. So it's like, oh, okay then. Interesting. But um, actually today was a benchmark run at Orange Theory. It was a 12-minute benchmark run. So how far can you run in 12 minutes? And then they record that. So the next time they do one, you can compare yourself. And I managed 1.4 kilometers. Or no, sorry, 1.4 miles. The Tresmo Show miles. Uh, so that was pretty good. I, I put the treadmill on at seven miles per an hour and just went for it the whole twelve minutes. I think I bumped it up to eight in the last thirty seconds, but uh, that's not a bad wait, pace for twelve for how minutes, long? man. 12, twelve minutes? Twelve minutes? Oh, I was done at the end. Like that was. Oh my god, dude! That, that was. That's the end, though. Like, like right now, I, that was the perfect pace to set it at because I couldn't have gone any faster than that. Like, there's no way. But yeah. I did manage it, so.
2: Good job, dude. Seriously, yeah, that's incredible. That's really strong.
0: Well, I um, I have definitely been struggling a little bit of motivation. I remember um, mentioning on the uh, last episode s- <laughs> starting the weight loss thing again, and so I've been doing that for about three weeks now, and seeing some progress. And I have found that that has motivated me to get out and run. And so this this run um. Supposed to be 3.1. I pushed it to almost four. 3.87 uh, is what I what I did um, in total. And a couple of things struck me. One, like I did it early in the morning, and uh, the the cooler, sort of like just barely sunrise air made a difference. Like it was nice and cool. Um, but also the the fact that I can now run. I've gotten myself back to a place where I can run that distance without taking a, a walk break or without nice. so like you know i think I, I had to stop at a traffic light one time but it was mm-hmm. like less it was only for like six or seven seconds um and so so that felt really good um so i, I did that and i pivoted immediately into because i was gonna do like i did the c to 5k thing and then i i think i mentioned i have this plan of like then i'll do the c to 10k thing right after it mm-hmm. and i just decided on a whim yesterday morning in fact like Just jump into to the Zen Labs 13.1 training program and start doing that. So, uh, week one, day one of 13.1 also has come and gone, and I did that, and it felt great. Um, Week one, day two for me tomorrow morning. So, you know, all all in all, like I'm getting back to. That place where I'm enjoying it and I'm starting to look forward to my next run each time now. So, yeah, I'm pretty good. And, and the weight loss helps as well, right? Like, you know, I'm down a handful of pounds. And while that's not a, a pretty significant number, um, not, not touting th- those five extra pounds around with me while I'm running mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, makes me feel a little stronger.
1: That's something uh, that I was say that's something I was hoping would happen more naturally than it has as I've been running more but <laughs> yeah. but it I'm hasn't. Sure. I'm still at the same. Like I think I lost a couple but then I'm back up a couple today and yeah, it's just it hasn't happened as quickly as I was hoping or as naturally as I was hoping. I, my diet is still terrible and I know that. So I need to focus on that more but um but yeah, no that's awesome James. Good. Good for you.
0: How about you Rob? Tell us about your run this weekend.
2: Hmm. Well, spoiler alert, you guys kind of know we had talked about this a little bit, and I didn't want to really get into it tonight, but maybe maybe it's for the best. Um, started the run out. Well, okay, let me back up a little bit. The last two weeks leading up to this, I didn't get in nearly as much running as I wanted to. Like I said, I had gone to that in- indoor gym, but I hadn't even done. Uh, Daryl and I had talked about kind of committing to, like, you know, if you can't really do much, just do a mile I got a lap around my neighborhood that I do. That's like almost an exact mile. And I'm like, yeah, even if I don't feel like going for a run run, I can do a mile. And I've kind of, that's kind of fallen off a little bit. And then the, uh, the, the week kind of leading up to it, I hadn't really done anything. And then I was like, I'll be fine. You know, it's just, you know, I've, I've been running a, a lot over the last couple of months and I've been pushing it and really committing to it and sweating and doing it. And, um, Come Saturday morning, get in there and it was I don't know. I I stepped off the, the starting line and started around the corner and I two minutes in, like literally two minutes in, I was like, Ah, uh, I'm screwed. <laughs> like I have messed up. I'm not I cannot do this. I am absolutely done. Like was, completely. Was it
0: was it more like a a physical wall or a mental wall?
2: It was physical at this okay. point. Okay. Okay. Um I struggled, struggled to find my breathing, to find my cadence with my steps. Just every single piece along the way, I was just like, could not get it. And I wasn't even, I wasn't even a half mile in. And I was like, oh no, this is, this is bad. This is real bad. So I, I was like, I'm doing this. I got my kids. I got, you know, the in-laws i got everybody's there like it's like i'm i'm in now i'm definitely doing this so i kind of was committed at that point and struggled through probably the worst 5k i've ever had it took a very long time um i was very slow i ended up walking uh, several times like way more than i had intended or planned on or thought about or anything and it was just it was brutal man it was absolutely brutal Felt very, uh, very punished and finished that. Um, and my whole body was mad at me after that. And then about 10 minutes later, the, the fun run kicked off where I then went and did a mile with my son right after that. And I was, I don't know, that was, uh, that was fine. He didn't run the whole time. So came home, took a shower, laid in bed and fell asleep for about three and a half hours and got up and just felt like, I don't know, you know, that kind of weird, disappointing,
1: I do. kind of like I know, yeah.
2: crushing kind of feeling, you know, like that's that's kind of where I landed with that. So I sat in that for about the rest of the day um, and then I was talking to my wife. I said, look, I'm, I'm going to bounce back. I totally will. Um, I just need to I just need to sit in this like being humbled and being like really just getting my ass handed to me. I just really need to like absorb this for a minute and I will need to dissect it, which I still haven't completely done yet. Maybe that's what this is about, but yeah. So that's, uh, that was my run.
0: Rob, it brings up a good point and it's something that we haven't really talked about much. I don't think on, on our podcast series here. And it's like, first of all, we all have those workout days that just suck for whatever reason. But then also, it's like after you've had that sucky workout. I don't know about you, but I I kind of start to obsess a little bit about trying to figure out why it sucked. Like, what went wrong? What did I do different that from previous runs that I feel like I was just had done everything right, but it just it hadn't happened for me. And Mm -hmm. like, I think it's just a really tough thing to try and figure out, right? Because it can be anything. I mean, it can be for me. It's like. Well, have I eaten properly? Am I hydrated properly? Did I get enough sleep? Or am I just bored with this routine? You know, like, I don't know what the answer is to just figuring out how to not have that happen again, you know?
2: Mm -hmm. That's true. And I think up until, up until, you know, probably just now, I wasn't really trying to take it apart too much. But I know the truth is, I need to. Um, There's a lot of other things going on. I know there's a lot of, you know, I'd messaged you the other day, like, I just, feel like I've been in a weird headspace recently, Mm -hmm. and it's been kind of, you know, not digging into that too much, but, you know, feels like things have been a little hard. And um, I had to go back to the doctor and found out that this kidney stone thing is not worked out yet. It's still kicking around in there, and now I may have to, you know, go and have the little thing where they do the, the vibration to break it up so you can get rid of it and just so been, run it off just run it off <laughs> i been I thought i thought that was the solution to be honest with you i thought that was the that was going to be the ticket that i could just be like all right cool i'll just i'll just run and and it'll it'll work itself out and i've been drinking a ton of water like hard like no alcohol i haven't had alcohol in several weeks now and and you know hardly any sodas and i've really been like doing better and then all of a sudden now i'm like well <laughs> Well, shoot! I don't know what uh, what this looks like now. So, I don't know. There's a there's a bit to a bit to unpack there, I suppose.
0: Here's a, another take on it as well, Rob. Because like, since our marathon training, like since we've officially sort of kicked this off and committed to it, I think this is you're the first one of the three of us that have had like just that disastrous run, right? Mm-hmm. And like. I I know from prior experience Daryl and I are also going to have those runs at some point. And it might be a 3-mile run, it might be a 15-mile run, but like mm-hmm. s- somewhere along the line like we just have to expect we're going to have a bad workout or two. We're going to have a hard session. Mm-hmm. And like for me when that's happened to me in the past, um I I definitely have sort of taken that opportunity to recognize it as okay, I'm training my mental toughness. Like, there's an opportunity here to train my mental toughness in it, right? Mm -hmm. Because we have talked about this, and that is running 26 miles sucks. There's some point where it's going to be either early on or late on or right in the middle, but it's going to suck. And having the mental fortitude and strength to push through that part, even if it's not physical and it is more psychological, having some mental toughness around it um, definitely has helped me – Deal with challenging moments during the race, during a race day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and I had a couple of experiences when I ran the Los Angeles half marathon uh, towards the end of 2014. I actually pulled my right hamstring at the 11th mile. And I had been, I had run, I think this was must have been half marathon number 10 for me that year. Mm-hmm. And I had stayed injury free. And like, not only do I now have a, Physical impediment to two point three miles from the end of the race, but then also that little mental thing was like, man, am I pushing it too hard? Am I going to be able to finish my last two races and get the you know the 12 and 12 that I was aiming for mm-hmm. um, and, and just having a little bit of sort of mental strength like using that opportunity to practice like feeling prepared and being confident and like not freaking out about it mm-hmm. uh, helped and the other thing is the silver lining which is a bad run helps me appreciate great runs a whole lot more right like i would always i will always take a few minutes and sulk after a terrible run just be mad about it right but i also and i know you have and daryl you have as well like we've all had good runs where we finished feeling good and feeling strong Mm -hmm. and 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 i i try and frame my disappointment around that and think about some of the incredible experiences I've had running and whether it's having a run as high or sort of that same almost intoxicating feeling of crossing a finish line Uh, or sometimes when I've gone out for a run and performed better than I thought I would. Like all of those things, like it just makes me appreciate those moments a whole lot more and then, you know, what are we going to do? We're just going to rest up and in a couple of days later, we'll lace up and try again. You know, what what else can you do?
2: Mm Mm-hmm
1: yeah for sure,
2: yeah uh I know that as part of part of the game, right I remember you know in previous training that there was a lot of moments where it was like,
1: Wow, that run was
2: terrible, and then like you know two days later that was like an, an amazing run, and I do think that you have to in order to improve upon that, you have to do the diligence of taking it apart and figuring out what was going on, and I feel like it's certainly there's some mental stuff going on, um but I don't want to blame it all on that you know i I didn't necessarily put in all of the work that i needed to put in or should have put in and i understand that um you know kind of cutting some corners the the few days in advance so i don't know there's there's definitely uh there's definitely a lot to be said for dissecting it and what does that look like and and how do you how do you move forward with that um i am pretty deep into the the 10k part of the of the training i think what is it 12 weeks yeah yeah i think it's 12
0: weeks that's right
2: yeah so i'm like in either done or pretty far into week uh week 11 so it's a thing you know i i'm i'm definitely uh definitely there you know so i don't i don't know the more more i think about it the you you can also just chalk
0: it up to a bad day Right? Yeah, like, for sure. Right? Who knows? When you go out again, you might feel completely differently, and this last weekend's run will just be a distant memory.
2: I wouldn't be mad. Um, <laughs> I, I, in fact, I would, I would, I would take it. <laughs> I would love it. You know, that would ultimately be a, a great way to <laughs> to wind this. To wind this. Uh, I don't know. It's uh, here we are. This is. This is uh, Tuesday, right? So the run was yeah. four days ago, and I still feel beat up. I still feel like my body is like, what the heck, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I think I let it get to me, and I and I haven't quite um, I haven't quite let that go yet. If that makes
1: sense. Well, if you want to put yeah. it in in a little perspective, I don't know if this is helpful or not, but there's a race. It's called the Canadian Death Race. It was this past weekend um it's in the mountains here uh the running group that i'm part of there's five people that ran the race it's 125 kilometers um one guy yeah i know one guy dnf'd it at 75 he was starting to have um physical issues like his legs and his feet were still fine but he was having like internal issues so he had to drop out um one guy did finish it it took him 21 hours to finish it like that's that's insane um yeah, there's that's another yeah. Another lady she finished it um i can't remember what her time was it was like 21 and a half hours or something but yeah, it's just that's insane like 125 kilometers through mountains and stuff like oh my god i <laughs> so anyway i got a story to tell you i got a story to tell you
0: along those lines um, a uh, ex-colleague of mine, we are still very good friends to this day. His name is Mark. He is well; he's an ex-Marine, so you know he he mm-hmm. went through all kinds of physical training. But since leaving the Marines, he he caught the bug of doing these ultra marathons yeah. that you were just explaining, and he was a part of this organization called Racing the Planet. And their thing is once a year; it is essentially a, I think say there's a six-day or a seven-day race of between 200 and 250 miles through a desert in somewhere in the world so you know it could be atacama or the sahara Um, he's done three or four of them now but he he told me a story of when he was running through the gobi desert and it was his first racing the planet event and bear in mind this stuff takes a year to train for when you are Mm -hmm. in marathon shape right Uh because it's not just about moving you've also got a you're carrying all your nutrition, you need all your survival gear, you've got backpacks on. So, you know, as well as doing the distance, he would do things like, um, you know, head on out to death Valley in California for a day of hard hiking in the very heat of summer. Right. Just to like really try and condition himself. Anyway, uh, he was, uh, very close to finishing the final leg of the Gobi desert race. And they have checkpoints along the way where they have to clear you to continue. So they do like a quick medical check, make sure you're good. Um, after a year of training, six days on his feet, he had to call it quits eight miles from the finish line. Uh, not because of, you know, his legs were fine, but he his salt and hydration balance was all out of whack. And the, the guy at the checkpoint basically said like, uh, if you leave here, if you continue to go the eight miles, you're probably going to collapse. We can't get to you. You'll probably die. Uh, and, you know, so he did the smart thing. Like, yeah. he called it quits and, you know, and but and, and chalked it up to, like, it's a DNF, but what an experience, no, you know? No. And And I have felt that way. Like, of course, I've never done anything remotely, no. even slightly, <laughs> fractionally close to anything that extreme. Oh. But I have done... 13.1s and a couple of 26.2s where you know I've sort of I got to that sort of 23 24 mile mark and was like man if I call it here I'll be happy with my day's work <laughs> you know uh-huh. like if if I Jeez. if I just if I were just if I just just stop here we're going through a neighborhood these bars look pretty good I'm gasping <laughs> for a beer like uh-huh. uh, I'd, I'd be pretty happy with that you know wow. but you know I I guess I guess I guess the moral of this is like it doesn't really matter like this kind of thing is indiscriminate right yeah people like us that are starting out training for marathon or people that are in tip-top shape doing 250 miles through a desert we have bad days and Mm -hmm. you know we just got to chalk it
2: up to a lesson learned i think yeah for sure yeah i i i want to i i plan on doing that right i'm gonna say you know i see where i messed up i see where i missed the mark um but i don't want to write it off quite you know i don't want to just dismiss it i want to i want it to be impactful and i want it to be meaningful and i want like my next move to be to be respectful of where i where i messed up and and how i can do better maybe maybe it was just a bad day and i feel like there's some truth in that because of within the first 2 minutes i was like there's something wrong i can't i mm-hmm. cannot even figure out how to breathe properly and i cannot even figure out how to just like find my you know, I, I can I always talk about how I've got a slow pace. Whatever, that's fine. No big deal. But I can't even find that. I can't even find that pace where I settle in and just go, and it's like no big deal. And you're yeah. and you're gonna make it. And it's like, oh, okay. You know, well, this is the part where, where where they where they say it, like uh, an easy five or an easy three or whatever. Because you know, as long as you stay within this realm, you can just go, and it's fine. Like, I couldn't find it at all. And I don't know what happened. And if that was just a quirky, weird, stupid, whatever, it's okay, man. Uh, you know, shake it off and, and get back and, and, and go nail nail the next one, you know?
0: Well, here's an important question that may be a factor in that. Were you listening to the Training Dummies Marathon playlist?
2: <laughs> <laughs> um I was not. (laughs) Well, there's your problem, bro. Uh, (laughs) I was going to, but I wanted to give myself a minute to, you know, because that first couple of minutes, is that that's where a lot of people are there, and there's a lot of stuff going on, and I hadn't, like, clicked over yet, so I don't know. Maybe I need to tune out all the people. (laughs) Yeah,
0: (laughs) and and that's my way of segueing into... Oh no, I caught our, that. It was our, good. Our monthly, uh, our monthly playlist updates. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. And let's do it. you know, let's Rob. Since you need the musical motivation, why don't you go first?
2: Uh, I am gonna reach back into the vault. This album came out in 2005. Um, early on in my marriage, my wife and I started listening to these guys and fell in love immediately. Um, and it's kind of this brand of of post post pop. A little more complicated, a little more talented than any, than most of what you would hear on the radio. But it's a little kind of like a, you know, not, I don't know. It's just uh, good like pop rock stuff. It's a band called Acceptance. So this album is uh, 2005. Uh, the album is Phantoms, but the, the song is called Take Cover. It's the very first song on, on that album. So the band is Acceptance. The song is Take Cover. And uh, I know there's other versions and piano versions and acoustic versions, but this, this particular album version is so good. It, like, just comes out, hits some really good notes, and has a really good tempo to it. So I think it belongs on this playlist. <laughs> nice. All right. I don't think we've done the, the, the logic and the reasoning for our songs before, have we? We've just been like, put this on there. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. mentioned
1: a couple, kind of. Yeah. Really. Um, Well, should I go next? Yeah. When you go next, all right. Yeah. Sure. So this is actually going back even a little farther than yours. Actually, quite a few years farther. But but I've always loved this song. It's kind of related to running. If it's on a highway, life is a highway. Tom Cochran. Mm -hmm. I was going to ask you if it's the Tom (laughs) (laughs) Tom Cochran version
0: or if it's the Tom Cochran. No,
1: Tom Cochran. The original. Oh, good, good, I've good. been I've been listening to that song since loving that song since it uh, first came out so so yeah definitely it's, def-
0: it's got it's got a good little driving rhythm to it I can see why that would be a good uh, a good running song
1: yeah no for sure it it definitely is so but yeah no I, I've always loved this song good Canadian artist so I've I've been noticing a theme most of mine are Canadian artists mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm keeping with that on this one so most but not
0: all uh, I, I will uh, I will. Split the international divide here, then, um, because I'm going to go with a British artist. Nice, I like. It. In, in fact, because both you guys know this about me, and really a lot of my friends know, but I am a, I'm a massive fan of the Britpop era of the sort of mid to late 90s of music that was coming out of Great Britain. But there is one band that it took them until their fifth album before they were able to break the American market. Uh, and I've actually been listening to that album uh recently and the band is Blur nice. and the song for the playlist is often mistakenly known as Woohoo. But mm-hmm. it's actually it's actually called it's actually called Song Two. two. Awesome. Yeah. I was hoping that's uh, so the it, one
1: you're gonna say. <laughs> you song two blur. by Blur.
0: And I like, it's just it's just a fun song, man. Oh, like it's, it's just totally. got like good driving rhythm and like it's a you know, it's definitely satire. They're definitely parody parodying the uh the American obsession with grunge music that had happened you know, a couple of years before that. But man, every time that song shuffles into my ears, uh, I, I can't help but feel a little bit energized by it.
1: Yeah, no, totally. I love that song too. That's a great one. Great choice. That one. And,
0: and I also should also mention that like, that's their fifth album. The prior four albums are also fantastic. So anyone who likes that song should listen to their previous four albums.
1: Sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. Uh well speaking of of British artists Rob and I were talking and we've decided to add a bonus song this week. Mhm. Oh uh, really? Yeah, yeah, this this uh, gentleman put out a small EP a few months ago. <laughs> and uh the title it track <laughs> the title track This Year's Love I think Rob and I are going to add to this running playlist. And if anyone doesn't know who that artist is it's James Ridgers. Mhm so uh so yes uh, you may you may have heard of him may have heard of him <laughs> not many
0: people have heard of him
1: <laughs> if
2: you're listening to this my mom you be, has you may be familiar with him i
0: i would consider that song to be sort of like the cool down stretching song which should uh-huh. be at the end of the playlist it's very chill very mellow. i'm uh-huh. not gonna motivate me to run
2: <laughs> thank you i feel very honored thanks dudes absolutely no man yeah you deserve a place on there. You belong on for that sure. playlist.
1: 100%. Yeah. Well, Very well, good. I, I, that makes me want
0: to go lace up and have a run tomorrow morning now.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: That's what when we're you here hear, for.
2: Uh, when you hear the dulcet tones of yourself, it's <laughs> a little weird,
0: to be honest. Awesome. I had to make it weird.
1: <laughs> uh,. Should we uh, jump into Gear Corner then?
2: Yeah, let's do it. I know, man. We could actually, we have enough stuff that we probably like mix bumpers and stuff.
1: Yeah, we should one of these days. Um, I'm going to start off because this is something that it's been said before by James and then by Rob. So I finally went and did it and got some actual running socks.
0: Yes. Welcome Uh, to the light side, my friend. uh
1: So my. My current road shoes—they're um they're Brooks Adrenaline. They're okay. There's something about them that just isn't quite right, and I can't quite put my foot on. Uh, can't put, my, put, can't put my foot on it. Can't quite put my finger on it or what it is. What the problem no, you're is. Right, but anyway, your foot. I <laughs> know, uh, but anyway, I can't quite figure it out. But with the running socks, they feel great. These shoes Don't feel they just? great. I don't know what it is. There was something that was just bothering me on one side. And I'm like, but with the running socks, I don't notice it. I can't feel that little itch or whatever it is on the shoe. So I'm like, holy crap. So yes, running socks. I'm sold 100%. Mm -hmm. As you should be. As I should be. So yeah, I need to get a couple of the pairs. But um, yeah, running socks. Do it. Well,
0: I, I, um, I've gone through sort of like a a bit of a a general overhaul of my workout and, and running situation. I I found I guess it's probably over a year ago now, I found an Adidas running shirt that I really liked. Uh and it was just their their standard, like twenty dollar branded uh, you know, run to be fit shirt. Um, but it was I just liked it. It kept me cool. It felt good on my skin. It didn't like it didn't have the weird chafing around the where the seams are under my arms and stuff like that, and so I bought a couple of these shirts. But I I've, essentially I've worn them out, and Adidas don't make this shirt anymore. And in fact, I discovered by looking on Amazon and some of their other outlets, like apparently there is a very significant shortage in North America of Adidas branded running gear right now. Oh, really? Um, yeah. So, but like I needed some new shirts, um, and so I thought, well, it's probably probably about time to just get some new things anyway um and so i thought i would give under armor a try and um in fact just today uh, a couple of running shirts arrived which i immediately tried on and i have to say the the fabric um what do you call it the fabric blend the tripoly blend that they use is incredibly soft and i'm i'm going running in it tomorrow morning to you know really put it through its paces but i'm actually quite excited about it because i don't know there's something about running in new running gear that motivates me a little bit um so trying out the under armor uh running tops um and i'm i based under armor on the fact that i've been i recommended to both of you the under armor running socks and it was so awesome we all agree on that. So I thought, I wonder if their running shirts are as good as the running socks. We'll find out. Um, but I have another piece of gear that, uh, I'm going to recommend even more than new running shirts. And do either of you, do either of you run with, uh, Apple AirPods as your headphones.
2: I have just started this go around doing that. And god dang man
0: (laughs) so so they are i think they're definitely like my favorite workout headphones that i've ever used in all the years i've been running but the problem with them was out of the box is that they just slip out of my ears a lot Mm -hmm. and i thought i thought there has to be a way to fix this and so i found this company called proof labs and they create something called ear hooks that are essentially a a small silicone sleeve that you put over your AirPod, and they do it for regular AirPods and AirPod Pro, Mm -hmm. um, two different shapes. And it just, as you push it in, it just uses this little silicone hook on the inside of your ear to keep it in place. And it's so simple, and you don't notice that it's there, but never again have my AirPods fallen out of my
2: ears. So You know, that is the only way I can actually use my... uh use my airpods is with exactly what you're talking about i got a yeah, little gotta, little yep, ear hooks yeah yep they just um, slip right on the, the the biggest annoyance is that you know i have a little other like a silicone sleeve that that you put them in and and you're just like i have to put the like when you want to charge them you have to take those off but it takes like half a second to put them on so it's yeah really not that but yeah that's probably the biggest nuisance is like dealing with that, but 100 yeah. percent worth it because the the quality is there. The quality is highly small. recommend, and they're only like yep. they're only like eight bucks. Yep,
0: I, I have this box in front of me. It was uh-huh. it was eight dollars on Amazon, and it came with three sets of sleeves.
2: Yeah, hmm. different sizes and everything.
0: Oh, these ones I got. Um, I got. I chose the box that had three of the same size because oh, okay. I know the size that I need. Mm. Um, but I also have, you know, cats that like to, if I leave one loose, it's going to get chewed up. And <laughs> it, So I, this is more of an insurance policy that I need three <laughs> pairs of it than anything. Nice. Uh, but, but yeah, uh, very simple piece of gear, but actually like significantly improves the running listening experience. And mm-hmm. that I'm not trying to fiddle and, and push my uh, AirPods back in my ears every 30 seconds.
2: The f- the funny thing is too is I actually like the uh the the earlier generation of the AirPods because I like that they're they're not super fitted noise canceling. So when you put those little silicone hooks on there, you can still very clearly hear what's going on around you. You can hear, you know, I can carry on easily carry on a conversation with somebody, you know, the and the you know, the way that they kind of they tie in with with the you know into the apple ecosphere or whatever i hate being a kind of a fanboy of that but (laughs) the way that they kind of play with everything else works pretty nicely and i definitely definitely like that
0: yeah it is nice i mean just even even the fact that sometimes i will leave my phone at home and run with just my watch Mm -hmm. and i have like playlists loaded onto my watch Mm -hmm. and so if i'm doing that like i don't have to don't have to like extra pair my my airpods and go through all that shenanigans like it's just very seamless once they're like you said once they're in that apple ecosystem like it just seamlessly switches from my phone to my watch uh and i find that really cool
2: definitely definitely with you on that man it's funny because i i always for the longest time i always saw people wearing those things and i was like man what a bunch of clowns you know like (laughs) But once you get in there,
0: you're like... <laughs> I mean, that's is it the Apple's business model I, entirely? God.
1: Dang it, man. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Uh-huh. Uh,
0: awesome. Yep.
2: <laughs> very, very much so.
0: All right. Fantastic. What else have we got to talk
1: about? Or are we out of ideas now?
2: I don't think we're
1: out. Uh, well, so we we all had a little run this weekend. Um, do you guys have any any? plans coming up any any races that you got your eyes on for the fall as we i'm just going to work my way through
0: this i'm just going to work my way through this 13.1 uh training like i'm not not registered for any races not even thinking about it but i've got let me open this app and have a look here i've got a week i have 13 and a half weeks of of uh training by this app ahead of me and like that is my only focus
1: Gotcha. You know what's
2: kind of kind of funny um I had you know how Instagram does their thing and they freaking listen to you when you're mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had a I got an ad pop up the other day and it was for like I don't know, it was for something and I was I'm sure they heard me talking to my wife about running and all that stuff. So I got a, a Noon ad for the for Oh, the, the, the uh,
0: hydration stuff. Yeah. 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 yeah.
2: So I got one of those and I was like, okay. And then I looked at it and it was like, hey, get a custom plan for whatever, whatever it is, right? A custom, the custom plan for, uh, you know, either you, you choose whether you're running a half or this or that. And I'm like, okay, I can, I can get into that, you know? And so, uh, sure enough, I click on the email, I get it in, I'm looking at this plan and, and it was a little wonky to me because it was like, uh, it was like we'll send you one every week and this will help you know where you had to be on to be on point and blah blah blah. And I'm like, okay. So I go in and click in the uh in the first one and it is like here, I bet I can find it real quick. Okay. It says and it kinda says you what you should do for the week. This is week two, alright? That's all week two, let's pick up the pace. So I scroll down, what's week two look like? Monday. Seven miles easy. Tuesday <laughs> eleven miles. First what? long run. Have fun. Wednesday, oh eight miles easy. And this is like by some renowned, like big time Brozowski dude, you know, like oh, what look at ad. this stuff like are you actually freaking kidding me right now? <laughs> like none of this is happening in a manner which you think it is. At all, I promise you, none of this is at is happening at all. Period. What is wrong with you? <laughs> do you think that I'm I'm cranking out uh, uh Monday of week two? I'm gonna do a seven miles easy. That's but like every day is like it like it has one rest day, and uh, and like the the only day that's not running is a Friday where it says you're swimming. Jeez, oh, so that's pretty intense, man actually i don't even know that's not swimming that's uh that's just like uh sprint so i don't know (laughs) like there's something wrong here yeah Jeez. yikes wow so yeah um i (laughs) i was excited i was like oh this will be cool i i I think this is great checking out a new plan i think Mm -hmm. this is awesome and then immediately it was big old giant sack of nope I just
0: I, I tend to have an attitude that leans towards brand loyalty and the Zen lab stuff has literally never steered me wrong not ever not once and I like that it it sort of takes an easy ramp into things but mm-hmm. then but then gets challenging like it doesn't it doesn't hold back once it gets to a place of comfortability um, and so that's why you know with the c25k stuff behind me um, just jumping into the 13.1 and the other part is um, I I I bought the whatever it is, the Zen Labs Pro, mm-hmm. four ninety nine a month or something um, subscription, and with it you get their running playlists, okay. and of course, of course, our playlist is superior and the best one out oh, there. absolutely! Uh, but but yeah. there was one that um,
2: those curated ones, man. Like you know, there's some stuff going on. It's like it's legit.
0: Yeah, it's really good, and there was one that I actually tried out yesterday, which was it's just. It's just a pop song mix, mm-hmm. but uh, everything is at 130 beats per minute, and it's all mixed together, so it's continuous, no silence, no break in it. Um, and I have to admit that it it kind of motivated me a little bit. Like I don't mm-hmm. run on cadence with the beat, mm-hmm. but but just having like high energy and no fade in, fade out, no mm-hmm. like no breaks in the music just kept me going and i've Mm -hmm. i've never recognized that as part of my um i guess running psychology uh is something that that had a positive affect on me so i'm gonna try it again tomorrow and Mm -hmm. and see if see if i notice the same thing
2: that's good man that's definitely yeah it's it's that way for a reason right
0: i mean that's the plan i guess And, and i have to imagine that a company like zen labs who have a whole suite of these kinds of things and are very established in the fitness market. Now, like I have to imagine they have some science behind this. Like there's data probably that supports why, why these kinds of melodies, why this particular BPM uh, and Mm -hmm. you know, why, you know, there has to be reasons behind it. And so, yeah, I'm going to trust it a little bit and just see how it goes.
1: Mm -hmm. Except. Yep. Sounds good. All right, well, we're nearing an hour here, 55 minutes, yeah. so, well, so that that's might kind be uh... of our, uh, kind of our plan, right? Yeah, that could be a good spot. So it's been a good chat again this
2: month, fellas. I know. Sure. It's a real... No, it's always good kind of doing this.
0: So, so let's do this in closing. Uh, what's one thing that we wish to achieve before the next episode?
1: Before the next episode. Hmm. Well, so my race is in three weeks. I hope to beat my best time of an hour and 37 minutes. So that's that's my goal. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm hoping to achieve before our next...
0: So for me, the obvious one is, is complete week four of the 13.1, um, which by then will probably be around six miles, something like that. Um, but complicating factor to it is that I am... Uh, finally, heading back to England for a week in two weeks. So in the middle of all of this, mm-hmm. I get a week in England to see my family, uh, thank Moderna and vaccinations and face masks mm-hmm. for that, um, that I can go and do that. But I'm going to try while I that while I am there, like I've, <laughs> I got to face it. Like I'm in my hometown with all my favorite pubs and all my favorite people. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of not eating healthy food and yeah. drinking a lot of beer. <laughs> But Whatever,
2: I man. England's known for... <laughs> for <laughs> I am, I am going to take my
0: running shoes and some workout gear, and I'm going to do my best to stay on track and make sure that I can complete week four by the time we record again.
2: That sounds great, man. Um, nice. I would like to maybe, I think, take a mulligan on, on uh, this last weekend. And before we record again, I just need to get out there and run run another run another 5k. There's no reason I can't I don't need an event to do that. So, get out there, do it and uh and just do better, you know? I had a, I had I had uh, some kind of time frames and stuff in mind with this with this run on Saturday that obviously did not hit the mark. So, maybe I will just uh lean back into those time frames and just say that's I want to beat those. Yeah. Sounds my, good, man. That's For my sure. plan. Yep. done. Uh, I'll, I mean, I may look at signing up for something else too, to to just get it on the books. But yeah, I think that's the. I think that's where I'll stick for now. I will. I will. Uh, go with the beating my time and just getting in another another at least a 5k. I'm gonna continue on the the app that we're using right now. But I just want to do another one, take them all again, do better. I can't wait to hear how it goes. You'll probably hear it before everybody
1: else. <laughs> <laughs> you and Daryl will hear
2: soon. <laughs> yep.
1: All right, right, fellas. Yeah. So I guess if you want to reach us, uh, we've got the Twitters at Training Dummies, at Rob Copeland, at Daryl. I'm also back on Twitter.
0: Oh. Oh, are you? I am. As of this week, I rejoined the Twitterverse. You can find me at English Guy.
1: Hey. There we go. Okay, so yeah. And then, of course, the website, Um Is there anything I say before this intro? I don't think so. So I'm just going to hit it. The
0: advice you can trust. Woo! Woo! Go challenge yourself.
1: Woo!